0: this episode is so special because we are about to dive into the five profound ways that Jesus has given us true freedom. And y'all, I am super excited about this because the day this episode goes live is actually the 4th of July, which is just so fitting because Independence Day is all about freedom and I am just so excited to chat more about freedom in this specific way today. And I may or may not have planned that, (laughs) but another really cool fun fact is that the 4th of July is also my 30th birthday. And yes, I am a 4th of July baby. And yes, all those fireworks are for me. (laughs) I'm just kidding, but yes, an episode went live on my birthday and we are celebrating by talking all about Jesus. So all that being said, please join us today as we explore five transformative ways in which Jesus has freed us from the chains that hold us back. In this episode, you are going to discover how surrendering to his love and guidance can set you free from fear, insecurity, and the burdens that weigh you down. So get ready to embark on a transformative journey that will revolutionize your perspective on freedom and gain practical wisdom and inspiration on how to live out this true freedom in your everyday life. If you're tired of chasing temporary sources of fulfillment and yearn for a freedom that transcends the boundaries of this world, then this episode is for you. So in this episode, you are going to learn five ways Jesus gave us true freedom, how time and financial freedom as we know it are a lie, the reason why you feel unfulfilled when you achieve your goals, and how to live out this true freedom in your everyday life. So if you're ready for this, my friend, let's go ahead and dive on in. Hey queen, welcome to Call to CEO. I'm your host, Hannah Brindley, daughter of the king, certified life coach, and faith-fueled business mentor. I know you are so sick of feeling like you work so hard in your business with little to no reward while staying in the same cycle of self-sabotaging tendencies you know are keeping you stuck. And because of that, I know you are craving to end this never-ending cycle of self-destruction and cultivate a thriving Holy Spirit-led business without letting it become your idol. If you are ready to be fueled by faith over flesh, fight your battles spiritually instead of physically, take bold and obedient action on your God-given call to CEO, and finally create that thriving faith-fueled business, then you are in the right place. So go ahead and grab your favorite sparkling beverage, grab a notebook and pen, and let's dive in. Here's the thing, friend. True freedom isn't found in money, time, or legacy. And while this idea of financial freedom, time freedom, and legacy are all incredible and the result of successful businesses it's all just temporary. Now, I am all for building wildly successful, God-ordained businesses. I mean, I'm a business owner here. I literally have 70-something episodes about business here on this podcast. But, but what I don't agree with is neglecting eternal freedom because we're so busy pursuing temporary freedom. Because at the end of the day... There's a reason why money doesn't bring you happiness. And there's a reason why you still feel unfulfilled when you reach the goals you have worked so hard to achieve. And there's a reason why you still feel empty inside, even though you have a beautiful family or an incredible career or all of the above. And it's because we keep searching for eternal freedom in all the wrong places. We keep searching for freedom here in this physical world, and we keep pursuing temporary freedom. But true freedom or eternal freedom is only found in Jesus. So with that said, I want to share with you five ways that Jesus has given us this eternal freedom. So let's go ahead and dive into number one which is that Jesus has freed us from being a slave to our sins. Romans chapter six, verse 14 says, for sin will have no dominion over you since you are not under law, but under grace. Wow, I have chills. (laughs) But honestly, Romans six is all about this. And I actually want to share a big chunk of Romans six with you. So I'm actually about to read from the ESV, the English Standard Version, and I'm going to read Romans chapter 6, verses 1 through 14. What shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin that grace may abound? By no means. How can we who died to sin still live in it? Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? In Christ Jesus, let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body to make you obey its passions. Do not present your members to sin as instruments for unrighteousness, but present yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life and your members to God as instruments for righteousness. For sin will have no dominion over you since you are not under law, but under grace." Y'all have chills again. <laughs> Romans is such a good book. It is one of my favorites, truly. It is so juicy. It is so meaty. I feel like you can chew on Romans for a long time. There's just so much goodness in Romans. But y'all, because Jesus was sacrificed, we no longer have to be slaves to sin. Instead, we become servants of Jesus. We become slaves to righteousness, as the second half of Romans chapter six mentions. When we are made new with Christ, we become slaves to righteousness. But here's the thing. Verse 12 in chapter six says, let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body to make you obey its passions. This means that through Jesus, We have the ability to control our flesh, right? Through Jesus, we have the ability to control our urges that would lead us into sin. Temptations are all around us, but with Jesus, we can resist those temptations and we can be freed from the shackles of sin. Praise God, right? Like, thank you, Jesus, because. We do not have to keep living in that. We can get out of that with Jesus. Now, that being said, let's go ahead and move on to number two, because I could just keep talking about that one forever. (laughs) And number two is that Jesus freed us from our sickness and infirmities. Mark chapter five, verse 34 says, And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your disease. And I have another one. Matthew chapter 8 verses 16 through 17 says, When evening came, many who were demon-possessed were brought to him, and he drove out the spirits with a word and healed all the sick. This was to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet Isaiah. He took up our infirmities and bore our diseases. So to take you back a little bit, Isaiah actually had a prophecy and it's Isaiah chapter 53, verse four, which by the way, I'm going to read the NIV version. It says, surely he took up our pain and bore our suffering. Now with a little bit of digging, I found a really awesome resource that revealed and showcased how the different translations translated this word, suffering a little bit different. So I'm going to read it to you again in the different translations. So from the Christian standard Bible, it says, yet he himself bore our sicknesses. In the new English translation, it says, but he lifted up our illnesses. And in the new revised standard version, it says, surely he has borne our infirmities and carried our diseases. I mean, wow. Isaiah prophesied that Jesus would come and he would take up our pain. He would bear our suffering and he would lift up our illnesses. Wow. And that was confirmed in Matthew chapter 8 verse 18 when he said he took up our infirmities and bore our diseases. And then it was confirmed again by Peter in 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 24 which says, By his stripes, you were healed. Because of Jesus' sacrifice, you were healed. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now, I want you to know that I'm not saying that every single sickness and every single thing that you go through is just going to be automatically healed if you believe in Jesus. That's not what I'm saying. I mean, I don't know, maybe that will happen. You know, I truly believe in miracles. I truly believe that the Lord can heal, but also at the same time, like we are here on this earth as well. And we do have these physical sufferings and we are going to suffer as humans. It says so clearly in the Bible, but I say all this to say that even if all the infirmities and every single sickness and every single disease won't be healed, it doesn't mean that miracles don't happen and it doesn't mean that it won't happen and it doesn't mean that God can't perform these miracles now because he absolutely does. And so what I would recommend to you if you are dealing with sickness or infirmity is one, believe. Believe that God is who he says he is and believe that you have been freed from this and actually live that out By seeking the Lord in every single thing that you do first. Now, again, I'm not saying that just because you do this, like, you're just going to be instantly healed. Maybe it will happen. Maybe it won't. I don't know. I'm not God. (laughs) But what I do know is that when you seek him first, you will be freed. You will be freed. And I just, I know it with every single fiber of my being. And a couple of different Bible teachers, I have read that they actually take communion And they take the word like medicine. So breakfast, lunch, and dinner, they are taking communion. They are doing the Lord's Supper and they are reading the word like it is medicine. Treat it like medicine. If that is something that, you know, you are going through, treat it like medicine. You know, I think we all probably should. We all need a little bit of medicine. (laughs) We all need a little bit of the Lord's medicine. Am I right? But no, truly seek him above all things. Seek him even above a cure, right? Like, seek him above that. And I just have a feeling that so many miracles will unfold. Maybe even ones that you aren't expecting at all. So that said, let's go ahead and move on to number three. And that is that Jesus has freed us from the darkness. We are broken humans living in a broken world. So, yes, we will experience darkness, but Jesus has freed us from that. So, Colossians chapter 1, verses 13 through 15 says, He has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. John chapter 8, verse 12 says, Again, Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. And then John chapter one, verse five says, the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. You see, Jesus is the light and nothing can overcome the light. So when you seek Jesus, when you follow Jesus, when you love Jesus, Jesus, And you are serving Jesus and you are just seeking him above every single thing in your life There will be no room for darkness darkness will not be able to overcome you And this actually reminds me of isaiah chapter 61 verse 3 And part of that verse says the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness and this is a really beautiful verse because It actually just reveals how to say goodbye to the spirit of heaviness. And you do this by praising, by praising the Lord. Because when you praise the Lord, there's no room for the spirit of heaviness. So when you get into the light, when you are with the light, which is Jesus, there is no room for darkness. And he has freed us from that. So now we're moving on to number four. And number four is that Jesus freed us from strongholds and demonic spirits. Matthew chapter 8 verses 16 through 17 says, When evening came, many who were demon possessed were brought to him, and he drove out the spirits with a word and healed all the sick. This was to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet Isaiah. He took up our infirmities and bore our diseases. Now, here's the thing. Strongholds and spirits still exist. They are still present in the world. They didn't disappear. They are still here. And we all have probably dealt with with many forms of strongholds and spirits. Now, y'all, there are sexual strongholds, there are marital strongholds, financial strongholds, health strongholds, and there are also spirits that deal with those topics as well. Now, if you want to learn more about spiritual warfare in general, then I really want to recommend a book to you It is called Thou Shall Expel Demons, and it's by Derek Prince. I'm actually going to link that in the show notes for you. This is the book that I read that just opened my eyes to so much in the spiritual realm, and Derek Prince is one of my favorite Bible teachers that I listen to. He's great. He has a ton on YouTube. Highly recommend tuning into him when you can and reading this book, whether it be on Audible or you know, on your Kindle or a physical copy, it doesn't matter, but it is just so worth it. I actually read it on my Kindle and then I purchased a physical copy because it is that good. Now, once you go put Derek Prince's book in your cart, (laughs) let's go ahead and move on to number five. And it's that Jesus has freed us from ourselves. Mark chapter eight, verses 34 to 35 says, and calling the crowd to him with his disciples, he said to them, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospels will save it. Y'all, we can so easily become so consumed with our desires, with our physical wants, with lust, and it actually take over us and actually control us and consume us whole. But Jesus, just Jesus, (laughs) he saves us from that because when we deny that part of us and choose to follow him instead, he will save us. Which means he is saving us from ourselves. Because if it were just up to us, if it was just up to our flesh, we would become so consumed with our desires. And the reason we would become consumed is because nothing would ever be enough to satisfy us. Because nothing will satisfy us like Jesus. So that just about wraps up the five ways that Jesus has given us true freedom. And I really hope this episode blessed you today. And I also just have to say, I am so honored you were hanging out with me in this episode and celebrating my birthday and the 4th of July with me here on this episode. So thank you so much. And I also just have to say, if you enjoy this episode, and you're a Christian entrepreneur or aspiring entrepreneur, then I want to invite you to join us inside of the called to CEO collective. The collective is a community driven membership for Christian entrepreneurs who believe in the power of claiming their authority in the secret place and in the marketplace, and are ready to stand out and sell out online. You and your business, brand, or ministry will be so supported when you immerse yourself in the live coaching, curriculum, and community inside the collective. And yes, I said live coaching, and yes, this is at a low ticket price point. So if you want to check it out, read testimonials, or go ahead and join us, go ahead and head to www.hannahbrinley.com Slash membership. I cannot wait to see you inside. Hey CEO, don't head out just yet. If this podcast has blessed you in some way, it would mean the absolute world to me if you left a rating and written review of the show. It truly lights a fire in me knowing how God has impacted you through this platform. And since I absolutely adore connecting with you, please, please, please screenshot this episode or your review and post it on your stories and tag me over on Instagram at Hannah Brindley. I cannot wait to see you over there. So much love to you.